We're excited to announce that our very own podcasting platform, Zencaster, has become the new sponsor to the show. Check out the podcast discount link in our show notes. Stay tuned for why we love using Zencaster for the podcast. Are you looking to start your journey in podcasting but not sure how? Kangaroo Firm Media Lab got you covered. Everything you need to know in launching and growing your podcast is here. Book a call now at kangaroofirm.com. By the way, I just released my ebook Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to mikosantos.co/freebook. That is m i k o s a n t o s.co/freebook. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.k-a-n-g-a-r-o-o-f-e-r-n.com Honestly, I don't want to be morbid, but one day we're going to die and you don't want to be on your deathbed saying, why didn't I give that a go? Just give it a go. And the, the thing is we don't, we, we don't have all the answers. We don't know how. Well, I just say work out, what the first, work out your idea, work out your vision so that you know where you think you're headed, even if that changes allow for flexibility. The Tribe Podcast Show is a production of Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, which is all about supporting you to start and build a thriving business. Tribe Podcast on Ozpod Syndicate. Karen Bond is an international speaker and an author and a facilitator and podcast host and social impact influencer with over 40 years of stage experience in multiple arenas for crowds up to 20,000 people. Her uncanny ability to command the stage seems many return requests for her talent. Her award-winning book, Magnificent Kids, was the catalyst to her funding the global organization One Planet Classroom, which facilitates projects such as a clean water solution to schools and communities in Africa. In 2018, she launched Girls with Hummers, which hosts conference and workshop aimed at empowering women. And in 2019, she released her second book, Get Off the Bench, to help bring ideas To life. You can check her on her social, especially on her website, kerryvon.com, or on her Facebook, Get Off the Bench Australia, and of course on Instagram, Get Off the Bench. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode. We really appreciate you joining us. This podcast really shows us how we can all learn, live, and thrive off of each other. By sharing our knowledge through our conversations, we will impart some knowledge whilst learning ourselves how to progress even further. Here is your host. Please welcome Karen Vaughn to the show. Welcome to the Tribe Podcast under Osborne Syndicate. How are you today? Thank you very much. I'm, I'm great today. It's a beautiful sunny morning and that's what counts, isn't it? <laughs> it's that's wonderful. Great. Yeah, it's a wonderful yeah. Day. So can you tell us about you, how it started and what you do? I think um, 
going back a fair way, you know, it started, I used to be a, a playing the rock star life, you know, absolutely loving myself stupid, thinking that I was the only person in the world, you know. And then my sister, um, this was about 20 years ago, my sister got cancer. And so I kind of saw the, I didn't see the C word for cancer, I saw the D word for death. And I, I spent this five years journey you know, trying to save her life and um, completely failed, you know. And, and back then I actually thought that maybe I had some power, maybe I could actually save her, you know, save her life. So then it sent me on an 11-year journey. Well, I didn't realise it would be 11 years, but it sent me on a journey to uh, find something bigger than myself, you know, and to leave a legacy for her. Um, it led me into the field of disability. I became a specialist in autism and behaviour. I was training in schools. People were saying to me, fix these kids. And so I ended up uh, being a little bit miffed by that. So I wrote the book Magnificent Kids, uh, and which was about 23 superheroes, all under the age of 18, doing world-changing projects. And I, I thought to myself, man, I'm 50, and if these kids are under 18 and, and they're doing all this, I need to pull my finger out <laughs> and I need to do a lot more. So the book was a great achievement. Then when I had my book launch, uh, a guy in Africa saw a photo and he was a friend of a friend and he said, wow, I'd like one of those books. I sent it over. He said, could we Skype and make a magnificent class? I said, yes, but me, I jump in. I, I'm the sort of person that uh, jumps in all my feet and arms and head and head in the mud straight in. So I said, why don't we do a Skype project and, and the kids in Australia can Skype with kids in Africa in school. Anyway, so we went into that process and I tried to send laptops. That was a nightmare. Um, you just can't send laptops into Africa. I, I did get 28 in, but stupidly, and I, I want to talk about this bit because this is where I think people need to accept failure. Um, I sent laptops into country where 95% of them, this was into Uganda, uh, don't even have power. So that was stupid. Uh, it, it, we, it was impossible to get them in, but also the kids in Africa were in bed when the kids in Australia were in school. So this project was never going to work. And I jumped in on this great idea and set up this business called One Planet Classrooms. And I didn't even know how to set up a not-for-profit. I just set it up as a business. Came to tax time and I realised I had $4,000 of donations sitting in the bank. And I thought, oh, shit, I'm going to get taxed with this. You know, So um, then I learned quickly how to set up a not-for-profit. But what, what I noticed is that um, it, it failed. It absolutely failed because it couldn't go ahead. But I had two options because in that space of a few months, well, yeah, for a few months, six months maybe, I had 45 schools in Africa registered for this program. And I was so damn keen, you know, to Skype with schools in Australia. And so, um, but what what I realised, what I'd learned from talking to them is that kids were dying. You know, kid, little girls were going to collect water, um, you know, so kilometres away carrying these big jerry cans and they were being sexually assaulted and raped and sometimes killed. You know, little girls um, getting water. And the solution was to put um, water tanks in the schools, you know, so that they could, there's no shortage of rain in, in Uganda, but there's a shortage of infrastructure. So I just flipped it. I decided, well, why don't, now that I've got connections with all these people and I don't have to go through the government, I don't, I can just. This podcast is brought to you by Ospad Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with a mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. 
Book now via www.kangaroofern.com. Go straight to them. I'm going to put water tanks in and water wells. So we do water wells, water tanks. We put solar systems in schools so kids can stay back and study. We've got women's empowerment projects going on. We've bought blocks of land, rebuild a school. We sponsor 120 kids. So that's that that part of it. Um, and then in 2018, I was on stage at an International Women's Day event. I didn't need to speak, but no, I, I'm a speaker. I can't help myself. And I jumped in again and I said, I will launch a purposeful female-focused initiative. I got down off the stage and thought, ah, oh, shit, now what am I going to do? So I that was where I launched Girls With Hammers with my partner. And we do conferences for women and uh, retreats and, and online events. And then in 2019, I uh, was speaking at a conference and the guy running it said to me, can you run a workshop on how to get projects started? And I said, why are you asking me? I don't know how to get projects started. He just looked at me like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so anyway, so I did the workshop. I said to everybody, I'll, I'll go home and do a PDF with some more information and send it to you. So I came home, started the PDF and it ended up a book. So there was um, Get Off the Bench and uh, and that's a, that's about it. So that's about where I'm at. Oh, and I launched, <clears throat> I launched the Get Off the Bench podcast last year, 2020. So that's a long story, very short. Thank you so much for that. It, that's, yeah, it's more concise. <laughs> and yeah, so <laughs> you said you was living, living like a rock star. When you're starting up, what is a piece of advice that you receive that kind of stuck on your mind for on being an entrepreneur? I, I think, I don't remember who said it and I don't remember exactly what was said, but I remember hearing something about uh, choosing your life, you know, and you you being the master of your destiny, you know, and, and you creating your life and uh, living on your terms and having the flexibility that you want, you know, and, and not be controlled by somebody else. Now, I don't remember who said that, but I do remember the feeling of that and thinking, I want that. I definitely want that. So, yeah, I think that's the thing that's driven me the most. So, until you say in 2018, you co-founded Girls with Hummers. Can you elaborate yeah. that for to our audience, to our listener who is um, wanted to start their own business as a woman entrepreneurs? Yeah. So uh, we just, I just came home. Originally, I thought it would be to go into schools and to uh, challenge you know, maybe 14, 15-year-olds on, on um, stereotyping and and not to sexualise themselves. I really wanted girls to be able to just do whatever they want to be and be whoever, who they want to be and not have to feel they have to, uh, you know, to fit into some kind of stereotype. I did a couple of schools and it just didn't seem to work. You know, the girls just were like, yeah, you know, I still want to do my thing and they, they didn't really grab it. And then we realised that our audience was... Um, middle-aged women, you know, 45 to, to 60 kind of women who felt disconnected. And so what we started doing then was we said, well, how can we pivot? How can we serve these women? And then we, we said, let's do a conference and let's get speakers and let's just see what happens. And I think this is something that people need to um, be okay with is starting messy, starting in the wrong place, uh, you know, refining as you go. So we had our first um conference in 2018 it was fantastic and 150 women and it was just wonderful so then we said okay well we'll do this every year so we did last year uh, 2019 2020 we couldn't do because of the because of COVID so what we did was switched it to 
um, online events. So we have an on the couch and we have it every month where women can just join on Zoom and we have a guest speaker. So that's our that's our thing at the moment. We're, we've got retreats planned, but we can't do them either until um, uh, COVID, COVID goes away or we can travel again. But I think the, the thing is you've just got to start. And even if you have an idea, I always say this with get off the bench. <clears throat> you have an idea and have a vision and you head towards that vision. And that, that vision is like goalposts and it can move. You know, it can always move, but you've got to go somewhere. You've got to have a direction to follow. And, um, yeah, and just refine it as you go. So people are scared to start. And I, I think we've got to stop being scared to start. And um, what if I fail? fail? You know, I, I, the, the, the fact is that with, with Get Off the Bench is five reasons why people don't start. I won't elaborate on these because I know you're going to put them in another video, but self-doubt, imposter syndrome, not knowing where to start, overwhelmed by the big picture and fear of rejection, failure, criticism. And if you look at all of those things, they're all things that are in our head. You know, they're, they're, so nobody's out there saying to you, I'm going to stand here and block you and you absolutely cannot do that thing. It's, it's all us that are stopping it. And you know what? Um, entrepreneurs have many, many, many businesses that fail and some fail, some succeed. And it, I think that we have to move past that what if I fail? We have to move past it and we have to give it a go. And if people talk about you, they're only talking about you for two minutes and until the next big thing comes along. <laughs> so don't even worry about it. So that's my thoughts on that. Yeah. Do you think uh, there's still a gender gap in this um, entrepreneurial space? And yeah. um, how, what do you think is the, um, the solution for this, if, if they have I think that there is definitely still a gap. And, you know, when you think about applying for jobs, if men have got 60% of the criteria, they just throw their hat in the ring and they kind of, oh, well, who cares? Whereas women won't apply for a job until they've got 95%, uh, you know, of the criteria. So the same thing happens with in the entrepreneurial space. You know, women women won't start until they feel like they've got all their ducks in a row. You never get your ducks in a row. So, you know, you might as well just start. But I think that the the solution to that is one, just giving it a go, but or surrounding yourself by a, a group of women who support you. You know, so being part of a, a group on a Facebook group or being part of a, a networking group. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Or just having a group of friends who support you. The problem with women is that they always go to their mom or their sisters or their best friend and they they say, oh, I, I don't want you to get hurt. You know, what if you, you've got a good job, just keep your job. And I think we have to look beyond those people and unless they're supportive, but look beyond them and find a group that really, really lifts us up. And, you know, so we feel supported by it makes no difference whether they're there or not, because it's your action that's going to be the thing that uh, that does it. But I think women have to be surrounded by support and they just have to give it give it a go. Do you think we need mentor or mentorship uh, when you start yeah. and have a business? I, I do. And I didn't have it. And um, I have resisted mentorship for a long time. I've only just started last year getting mentors. And I, I realized that I had many gaps that I couldn't see. And I think that uh, mentors will 
help you to see the gaps that you simply can't see yourself. And you know, it's just that person in your corner, that person that says, come on, get back up when you don't want to get up. And they, they help you to see things that you just, because you get so overwhelmed when you're trying to start up a business. And there's somebody who says, okay, stop, let's sort this mess out. Let's put it all on the table and let's go through it. And then you can, once you do that, you can see that I was worrying about so many things I didn't need to so, yes, I do. I think that. And I also think it's good for entrepreneurs to be mentors. I, I think that's a way of giving back. And I think it's um, it actually helps you to grow as an entrepreneur yourself if you're helping somebody else in their journey. All right. Mm. So I might need one. <laughs> I don't have any mentors. I think we all I just, do. <laughs> so I might think I need, I need one because I don't have any mentor. I just do it myself. So maybe yeah. I have gap that I don't know. <laughs> so next yeah. question I have is that um, still with the women entrepreneurs, what do you think is the challenges if you want to start a business of being entrepreneurs, especially now during pandemic? I think that we have a false sense that, and I, and I struggle with it. You know, I have to keep talking myself out of it. Um, I think that we, we feel that because there's an economy collapse, you know, that we think it's bigger than it is and we think that there's no room for us. You know, people out there don't have money, all that kind of stuff. But that's not true. It's, it's just a story that we've built up in our head. So I think that it's, it's people are believing that it's a hard space now, you know, to, to get into. But right now, a lot of women have coaching, entrepreneurship business, you know, businesses, and so many women out there now need an entrepreneur, need a, a coach, you know, a life coach or healing and that sort of stuff. People are looking for it. So there's, there's actually a lot of spaces out there at the moment. If you just got to put it out there. All right, let's talk about get off the bench. Okay, so you started Get Off the Bench on the, as a book in 2019, and now in 2020, you turned this book into a podcast. Can you, can you give us an overview of your podcast, the Get Off the Bench? And why yeah. did you start your podcast? I, I was doing a podcast with another guy in 2019, but he was in Tasmania. I'm in Victoria and it was just with well, the logistics were hard. Um, and so I wanted to do my own podcast, but I didn't know really what, what I wanted to do. But um, Get Off the Bench is... It's to inspire people to take action. It's to in, uh, so what I do is I bring on guests that have gotten off the bench, you know, that have backed themselves and pushed through challenges uh, to to have their own journey and their own to create some project. And and my hope is that it will inspire other people to think, oh, I'm just like her, you know, I've had these challenges, or I'm just like him, and. and maybe I can do it, you know, and then I get the guests to, to give them a bit of advice. What would you do? And all the, they all say the same thing. Just start, just take the first step. But with the podcast, I, I wanted to uh, launch it. And I just, so that people know that, you know, I don't just like, we, we're all got struggles. So I wanted to launch it in um, 2019. And, you know, I, I started to started to get it ready. And then my sister had a cardiac arrest and, you know, she did survive, but it, that sort of threw me right off. I thought, well, I just can't be out there, you know, yahooing, going, look at, yeah, look at this, come on, everyone get off the bench while there's such a, a, a trauma going on in the background. Um, and then we had the fires, we had the, the Gippsland bushfires. Um, we lost 1 billion animals, as a lot of people would know. Uh, I'm an animal rights advocate. I, I, 
like animals more than people, actually. So it, it actually crushed me and it was something that I just couldn't cope with and uh, I, I got really angry, upset. You know, I, I lost the plot. I just couldn't manage anymore. And my partner said, you've got to do something with this anger. You need to channel it. You know, I get that you're hurting because of the animals, but you just have to put it into something constructive so that animals can be saved, you know, through your your advocacy. And I thought about it more and I thought, well, the podcast isn't about that, you know, so then I delayed the podcast. But then I thought, no, if I put get on get off the bench out there, it's going to inspire people to take action, to make a better world. And as a byproduct of making a better world, you know, the environment's going to be better, animals are going to be better, humanity's going to be better. So I thought this is it's it's actually my I have a moral obligation to put this podcast out there. And then we got COVID and then everybody was locked down. And then I thought, oh, I now, now I can't do it again. How am I, am I going to tell people to get off the bench when we're all in lockdown? You know, so I had another struggle. But by April, I just said, that's it. No more, no more struggles. It's it's going out there. Um, it can land on people it needs to land on and it cannot land on people it doesn't. And and there still are people out there who want to do something different because of this pandemic and, and I'm putting it out there. So I just did. And, and I'm so glad, so glad I did. But in that story, I want people to understand that there's always the toing and froing. Nothing's ever going to be right. The no, there's no perfect time. You just got to follow your heart. You just have to follow your heart. So what, what is your biggest impact it has on you and on your business? By doing this podcast, I think that it gets me work. You know, gets me speaking engagements. Uh, people say, "I listen to your podcast." You know, I'd like you to come and talk at at so and so. So it does get me uh, speaking jobs. It gets it helps me to get workshops as well. Um, but I don't know categorically because only some people say to me, "You know, I heard you on the podcast, and I'd like to get you here." So further than me, though, I I hope, and I I can't measure this, but I hope the impact is that I'm contributing to a better world. I, I hope that people are going away um, either feeling stronger that they can start something or that they're reflecting on how they contribute to the world as a whole. So that's the impact that I hope I'm making, more so than what it brings me. Do you think um, to our business owners or entrepreneurs, do you think is podcasting will be a good part of their business if they want to have a brand awareness we are independent podcast network we are guerrilla podcast syndicate would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts contact us now at advertise at guerrilla podcast syndicate.com yeah i do i really do because uh you become known for that person you uh, you become known for that thing you know it's uh you're the go-to person for that uh and sometimes we think, oh, there's already somebody doing that. You know, there's already somebody doing that type of thing. But nobody's got your voice. And I think that, you know, we can put ourselves on websites and we can put pictures of ourselves up everywhere and people can see what we look like, but people resonate with how we sound like. You know, I like the way she sounds. My voice is very unique. And right now I've got a cold and it's a little bit deeper and huskier than normal. But some people are going to hate my voice and think, oh, I do not want to work with her. You know, I don't resonate with that voice. And other people are going to say, she's so down to earth. I just want to work with her. You know, so I think that um, I think having our voice out there is a great way for people to really know who we are. I think that's really important. 
What is your favorite book that you would recommend it to people who is starting up or already on as entrepreneur already? Uh, get off the bench. No. <laughs> Aside from that. <laughs> uh, actually, um, maybe the seven habits of highly successful people, you know, that's uh, high, that's or whatever it is, highly influential, I can't remember what it is, the seven habits. Um, I think there's a lot in that that's quite good. Uh, but to be honest with you, um, I've written two books, but I'm not a reader. I, I don't read many books at all. And I listen more to podcasts, you know, to get information. And I, I wish I could give you a better answer, but I can't. I'm just not a good reader. <laughs> all right. So so you said podcasts. So what is your favourite podcast? Mm. That you listen? Um, I kind of listen all over the place. But one of the ones I do listen to is Kathy Heller, Don't Keep Your Day Job. Um, I really like that one. And because there's a lot of good guests on there that just inspire me, that make me think, yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. I could do that. She's probably my favorite. But um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, I, I kind of dabble back and forward. In, in There used to be one, two women in England called Own It. Uh, they, they're not running it anymore. It is still up there, and I loved that. It was just chatter, but it was a lot of gold nuggets. So, yeah, and now I'm listening on Clubhouse. You know, I'm listening to a lot of the rooms on Clubhouse and not a lot, just when, whenever I can, if, if, a, if a title grabs me, I go and listen in there, and I always get a nugget, a gold nugget. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's good. So do you have any final advice, anything else you want to share with our um, audience, our especially women in, in business? Look, it's just the same as I always say, just have a go, you know, start messy. If there's something that you want to do, give it a go because and you can start small. You know, I always call it wing, wing walking. You know, you can have one foot in your job and one foot in your, in, your st- in your side hustle. You know, take Fridays off and just start doing it on Fridays or one day a week or start doing a few hours a week. Start doing that thing because, you know, it, it, honestly, I don't want to be morbid, but one day we're going to die and you don't want to be on your deathbed saying, why didn't I give that a go? Just give it a go. And the, the thing is we don't, we, we don't have all the answers. We don't know how. Well, I just say work out what the first, work out your idea, work out your vision so that you know where you think you're headed, even if that changes allow for flexibility. But take that first step, put that paver down and step on the damn thing. You know, and the next one will appear when it will appear, you know, you because once I've taken that step, it's like, oh, now what do I need to do? Um, oh, that's what I need to do. And then the next one, oh, that's what I need to do. The best advice, just start. Give it a go. If it fails, who cares? What's failure anyway? Failure is just feedback. Just who cares? Start again. You start in a different way. You know, that's all I, just go. Please just go because the world needs you. And you've got a moral obligation. If you've got something the world needs, you you should do it. (laughs) The world needs you. That's it. Thank you so much for that. So if our audience, our listener, and who's watching you on, on on YouTube or Facebook, how they can contact you? Yeah, they can contact me through my um, website. So there's contact forms on there, uh, kerenvaughan.com, so K-E-R-R-Y-N-V-A-U-G-H-A-N.com, 
uh, Facebook uh, at Get Off The Bench and Instagram, Get Off The Bench. So, and also LinkedIn, um, just Karen Vaughan. I'd love to connect with anybody who's listening and yeah, please. And you can hit me up for a virtual coffee on my website. So hit that button and let's have a chat. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much. So thank you for all our listeners and thank you for your time. And of course, see you next week for another episode of Tribe Podcast under Osport Syndicate. And also, if this podcast is brought to you by Kangaroo Firm Media Lab, a podcast management service. So if you are looking on getting started on a podcast or you already have a podcast, you wanted to manage it, just call them or book them at kangaroofirm.com. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at www.ospodsyndicate.com.au where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Ospod Syndicate on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. We are Independent Podcast Network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at guerrillapodcastsyndicate.com. Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com